When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, Lauda, what do you got? All right. Well, the Dodgers were at Angel Stadium not too long ago, but now they're hosting the Angels next week on Friday and Saturday. And here's who's going to be throwing out the first pitch. According to Bill Shaken, USC's Caleb Williams will be throwing the first pitch on July 7th. And Lakers' own Rui Hachimura will be throwing it on a Saturday, July just got 8th. paid. He just got paid. And it's also Japanese Heritage Night that uh, on the 8th when he's going to be throwing out the first pitch. See, that's one thing if I'm Rui Hachimura. I'm, I'm not even – and I, it's signed, sealed, and delivered now. But, I mean, being a Japanese-born NBA basketball player – in a city like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. there is so much for that young man to be off the floor, not just on the floor, in a city like L.A. Agree. And I think that's awesome, man. Good for him. And by the way, you know, I think that uh, Caleb Williams, there's a bobblehead night to go with that, isn't there? I'm like, I'm asking you like as if you're the promotions department. No, there the is. Dodgers. There is a Caleb Williams yeah, bobblehead. Yes. Right. So think yeah. about that, man. I mean, Caleb Williams on the Friday night and then Rui on the Saturday night. Yeah, pretty good. Agreed. We've got that Michael Thompson dinner though on that. Yeah, but the bobblehead for Caleb Williams is not till August. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's the not same the night. date. No. Gotcha. Mm-mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. August tenth is Caleb Williams night. A bobblehead yeah, night. Gracias. Appreciate that. So Caleb Williams getting two nights at Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, one night is like promotion for the next night, right? Hey, fans, coming to throw out the first pitch. He's the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback from USC, and we've got his bobblehead in August. Here's Caleb Williams. I want to throw a first pitch somewhere. You, you know, I would embarrass my. The what about hell you guys doing? You guys should I've definitely. Done it. Yeah, I've done it too. Where have you done it, George? Uh, I've done it most recently. LZ and I did it at the Angels game a couple years ago. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's and fun. I threw a strike, baby. Yeah, I bet. Nice. Yeah, I've done it a couple times, um, and it you know it's always an honor. I've did it at Petco Park. I I'd say a couple times, mm-hmm. two, three, four mm-hmm. times maybe. That's great. That's it's cool. I mean, eh, for the one team, time though, cool. I'll tell you one time though, we 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 did it, um, and a friend of ours was the bullpen coach, and um, he had died as a young guy with cancer, and they put up his jersey in the bullpen, and when we got done, this was my old radio partner George. You knew Billy Ray. Um, Billy Ray went to college with this guy, and so when we got done throwing out the first pitch, he unzipped his jacket, took off his jacket, and he was wearing this guy's jersey. And we were pointing out to the bullpen. I get chills thinking about it right now. I, I'm, I love those kinds of honors. George, what do you want to do? You want to throw out another first pitch at, at the Angels? Sure. Me too. Can you do it on a night that Otani's pitching? That would be, be so dope. That would be, and Otani would love that. Yo, so here's what you need to know. I didn't see this till just now. Thanks to Debbie for putting this in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy, the comedian, mm-hmm. apparently yes. was on a private jet mm-hmm. uh, that had to have an emergency landing. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the jet skid off the runway, mm-hmm. wound up in a field in Andrews, North Carolina. Everyone is okay, uh, but goodness. shaken up, and he says, happy to be alive. Love you all. 
I wanted to put that on what you need to know, but I was like, the other day y'all told me I was a little Debbie Downer with some stuff. So no, I'm I like, know, but know. this one is okay because he survived. You know That's what I mean? That's true, but, you yeah. know, I was yeah. like, I'll, I'll, A story I'll about him, he has a, a parking spot in the uh, West Garage. You guys know that, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and, fluffy? And, yeah, yeah, Fluffy. It says for Fluffy. Yeah, this parking spot is I, just for Fluffy. I, don't par- I park in the East Garage. So yeah, but in the w- yeah. we used to park in the West Garage, and he has we a phone parking yeah. space there. And I kid you not, one day I see somebody parked there, and I thought it was Fluffy. It's our own Michael Thompson. Oh, that's They look funny. a lot alike. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, Michael, Michael, I mean, Michael just does what he wants. He's a, he was former yeah. Laker. He thinks yeah. he can go well, to Well, he's town. probably he also is. like, what's the chances Fluffy's going to be here today? I'll take my shot. Yeah, and they're not going to tell Michael Thompson to move. They might. I mean, if he parks in Fluffy's they spot, they did tell him in the East up. Garage to move recently, didn't they? Because he parked in like um, <laughs> what, like a, a space that was taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He thinks he can park anywhere. It's Michael Thompson. Yes, he can. No, he can't. I'm just saying. It's nice to have a spot. The in old LA Thompson, Live. you know. Very yeah. nice to have a parking spot in LA Live. So there is, there's that. So that's. Um, that's what you need to know. I'm glad really like for Fluffy, man, that he's good. Like, that must be scary, dude. Like, I'll tell you this. I was on... It's funny because Summer League is coming up, and I was on a flight back. It wasn't for Summer League, but it was uh, from Vegas. I remember Key and I were doing um, the show from some fight week. I don't remember what the, fu- the fight was. I'm trying to remember what it was. It might have been a Pacquiao fight. And we were doing the show from there, and... We, um, I was flying back and we had different flights. So I took a flight on Southwest and I'm not the biggest Southwest guy. It's not um, bad. It's not that bad. as I've discussed, um, spirit. No, Breezy. but I just don't love the fact that I can't pick my seat before. Like, that's just silly to me. Um, just check in early. Dude, no, they, they have stop. a system. It works for them. Stop. Yeah. Stop. It's silly. It stop. <laughs> Let me pick my seat when I buy my plane ticket. Okay. And don't so fly Southwest. I generally don't. So it, it's very rare. So anyway, from Vegas, I flew it back and because I, I just whatever, for whatever reason, I flew them back and we were flying on a plane that when we took off, all of a sudden you could feel like the plane just kind of wiggle for a second, like like that, just kind of like and you're like and you hear the engine kind of go like and I was like, whoa, what was that? That's not a normal sound on a plane. And we had just taken off and the pilots like just want to let everybody know uh, everything's going to be okay, but uh, we uh, we lost one engine. We should be okay, and uh, we're just going to head back to Las Vegas. Just uh, bear with us here as we uh, fly back to Las Vegas on one engine. And I was just like, immediately, I'm like Googling, like, can you fly on one engine? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, <laughs> the woman next to me, there was, you know, the middle seat was open. She's curled up into a ball, crying, freaking out. And I'm like, look, lady, don't worry. Google says we can fly on one engine. We're good. Hmm. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. And I'm thinking about it. So I text my wife. I'm like, hey, we're flying on one engine just in case. I'm just letting you know. I think we're going to be okay, but just letting you know. And so, yeah, like I, uh, that was scary enough. I mean, I can't even believe what, you know, dealing with that, what Fluffy had to deal with. Yeah, I've had one experience just like that, George. I was leaving uh, Atlanta, going to Miami. And um, it was after a Super Bowl. So got on the plane, uh, Delta Airlines, and we get up in the air. And pilot kind of says the same thing, like, hey, folks, you know, we got a problem. As we go back to the airport on one engine, I look down on the runway, and there are fire trucks everywhere, and they've already got this foam, like these bubbles. Not good. good. Yeah. Yeah. But I got back into the airport. you have to go down the slide? 
Um, no, didn't no, be. No. Everything was safe. It was like yeah. uh, Sully was <laughs> flying the plane or something, dude. Yeah. And right. um, and anyway, we got back on the plane. And we got there was no time to be scared, is what I'm saying. You just got yeah. back on the next plane. Well, let's ask Dave McMiniman. Uh, we want to talk Lakers and uh, free agency with him. But I would imagine you've been on a million flights over the years as a, as a guy who's traveling, covering games. Have you ever had any of that? Like the engine fails or when you're in the air like me or Cappy's situation? Like what's the worst airline situation you've had in flight? I had really bad turbulence one time. And then you'd figure the crew that works on the plane should be someone that you look to to kind of take your cue of how to react. Yeah. And there was a flight attendant who was crying, <laughs> like, you're like, literally crying. And usually I'm a pretty cool customer when it comes to this. But I was like, oh, yeah, this could be it. And then you hope that your underwear is clean and you hope that there's no one else on the plane with a more notable name, because then you become the footnote in the story about the plane that went down. Right. But Dave, always carry an extra pair of underpants, like put them in your like, uh, in, like your backpack or anything. You should always have an extra pair. Yeah, I uh, I, I remember I one get time. get that type of advice from you, Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one a, another time. I again also flying back from Vegas. This time I was flying. This is when I lived in Miami. I was flying back, and we were flying during one of these big hurricanes, um, and we had to fly around it, right? Which was obviously crazy, um, but that was our only shot, right? Is to fly around the thing. And I remember it was like a late, like, and I I remember I just dozed off. And all of a sudden, they told us, hey, look, we're going to deal with really heavy turbulence at some point. So I fell asleep. And the worst thing is to get turbulence when you're asleep on a plane mm -hmm. because it feels a lot worse than it really is because you're asleep. And it, I immediately woke up and I was like, uh-oh, this is how it ends, right? Like I'm about to hit the ground because it felt like I was falling for 10 seconds because I was asleep. And it probably was literally oh. like a second. And I was like, yeah, I guess this is how it ends. I'm watching SportsCenter on this plane as I wake up. This is how it's going to go. So, yeah, it's, it's never fun. All right, Dave, it's been a fun day for the Lakers. So um, he, here's my quick thoughts. Torian Prince, I mean, I guess for $4.5 not a huge fan of his game. Nice kid, clearly nice kid. Um, not a huge fan of his game. I feel like he's one of those guys that if you were casting someone in a movie, he'd be great. I don't love his game. Uh, like the Gabe Vincent signing, love the Rui re-signing, uh, and I like the upside signing of Cam Reddish, similar to like Alani Walker, Troy Brown last year. Where are you on all these guys? Yeah, I think you look at it in the totality, right, and you think from the moment that they lost game four to the Denver Nuggets to where they are now. Uh, and basically it looks like they have or, or will likely lose one rotation player in Dennis Schroeder. And they have added up to four rotation players in his stead. Uh, because you, you obviously are, we're talking about Prince, who's a rotation player. We're talking about Gabe Vincent, who's a rotation player. Uh, and then, you know, I, I really like, you know, the, the, the rookies they've added in Cam. I think you can get another one there. And you, you kept the core in place. Uh, you know, obviously they still need to come to an agreement. Austin Reeves, and they have to wait out the market to see if any other team chooses to make an offer and, and complicate things there. And certainly they have to come to agreement with D'Angelo Russell, but they have a pathway to do that both. And the number they signed Gabe Vincent at, basically they saved about a million and a half of the mid-level exception. So whether that's now or, or sometime later on in free agency or when it comes to 
you know, when it's time, you know, the next year in the buyout market, they could give a little bit of a raise to someone beyond just the veteran minimum. And that could be the difference in signing, you know, an impact player down the line. So a lot of really good moves from the Lakers today. Still some work to be done, but uh, I think you're a Lakers fan. Outside of recognizing that they still got to address big man, uh, they've done pretty well for themselves so far. Hey, Dave, you have any idea, I don't know if it's been reported yet or not, um, what kind of money was spent on Cam Reddish? Because it seemed like every other contract has numbers associated with it. You got any numbers on that? Yeah, so it's a veteran minimum, and so that's a prorated number based on league experience. I'm not sure exactly what the number is. It's, I think it's somewhere in the $2 million range. But wow. uh, because it's a two-year veteran minimum, um, it, he gets a, a slight bump up from what the, the lowest veteran minimum would be. But, you know, again, they're talking about a lottery talent that the Lakers – Obviously, they see what they were able to do with someone like Rui Hachimura, who it didn't work out in his original environment. The Lakers got their hands around him. They got to have their player development coaches work with him. They got to have their medical staff work with him. And they feel like they kind of polished a gem that had started to get a little dull. And they hope they can have the same thing happen with Cam Reddish. And again, you are building a program here where you have a pipeline of young talent and and certainly – uh, the, all the moves pretty much you've seen since the summer of you know, 2021 when, when they recognized that, excuse me, 2022, when they recognized that that team that they put together with all those you know, guys with 10-plus years experience in their 30s, that's not the way you build a team around LeBron and Anthony Davis. They've continued on that trend. Uh, they have switchable players. They added some shooting. And certainly they have youth. And, and youth is good for a program. Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm very curious to see. It kind of looks like what they've done: two draft picks and a bunch of younger guys already in free agency. And I mean, I put Gabe Vincent in that category as being a young guy. Also, um, it it just seems like they have at least right now started to prepare for what life might look like a year from now or two years from now with all these young guys. Do you get what I'm saying, Dave? Oh, certainly. And, and, you know, Cap, that's such a hard thing to straddle the now and the future. And I think they've done it in a manner where you are not necessarily hurting yourself in either way. Uh, These are younger players, but Gabe Vincent, how much experience do you get in a postseason where you're playing in NBA Finals games? Uh, You know, that that, uh, fast forwards your career development at a rapid pace. So you add a guy like that, I think it's it's a very smart thing. And then obviously investing in guys like Rui and Austin Reeves and, and you know, if they come to an agreement with D'Angelo Russell, again, young guys, but for the most part, they've proven that they are ready for the bright lights. Uh, and, and so, again, I think, I think it's a smart pathway. And also we are also – Gabe Vincent has three years on his deal, right? But nobody else does. I mean, and so is Rui Hachimura. We're not talking about them extending this thing – far into the future. Um, and so they, you know, this takes you through LeBron and AD and you want to pivot. Uh, you'll be able to pivot shortly after uh, those two players are, are no longer part of your program. Mm-hmm. Dave McMiniman mm-hmm. does a phenomenal job covering the NBA. And of course your Los Angeles Lakers for ESPN joining us here. A couple quick ones on the way out. Where are we, or what are you hearing about Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell? And then I have another one before you go. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I reported that the, the Lakers uh, have made it clear uh, or, or were planning to make it clear um, to Austin's representatives that they are fully committed to the max that they can offer him, which is four years, $52 million. Now, it's a little uh, convoluted and maybe confusing to fans out there because you've heard bigger numbers for Austin Reeves. That's literally the most they can offer him. Uh, under the arenas rule with their salary cap situation. Now, if another team out there decided to offer him more, that's the only way that Austin could get more than $52 million from the Lakers. And again, the Lakers have made it clear, if another team chooses to make a bigger offer to Austin Reeves, the Lakers not only will match it, but they're going to wait till the very last second to match it. So they're going to tie up that other team's cap space and they can't use it to go get another free agent in the meantime. So, there's a very real possibility that they get Austin, which would be a great raise for Austin going from about a million dollars a year to 12 and a half, but at would be considered basically a, a bargain deal. Uh, and, you know, we're going to see how these things go. The Austin's representatives are not incentivized to sign it right away because they do want to see if something else emerges from another team out on the market. And D'Lo? And D'Lo, again, I mean, you look at the deals that have gone down today, uh, I'm not so sure there's going to be much of an outside market. Now, of course, he's unrestricted, and, and if a, a team offers a bunch of money, uh, the, you know, and the Lakers think that's too rich for their blood, that's going to happen because the Lakers don't have the ability to, to match something um, and, and still retain it. It would be up to D'Lo to decide, do I like the money from the Lakers or I like it from somewhere else? But – you know, I I think there's a pathway here to get D'Lo somewhere in the neighborhood of two years, thirty million to two years, forty million, which again is potentially a major bargain considering when they traded for D'Lo, he was eligible for a two-year, sixty-seven and a half million dollar extension. Uh, they're going to get a big bargain off of that number uh, should they come to an agreement. And lastly, is there any other maybe minimum names we should be looking at? Or, uh, you know, are there just any other names we should kind of maybe be keeping our eye on when it comes to the Lakers? I mean, they need to get a big. And, uh, you know, we'll see if that means that they could reunite with one of their guys they had last year, Wendell Gabriel or Tristan Thompson. Uh, they like both those guys for different reasons. Uh, Wendell Gabriel for the youth. And the work ethic he brought to the program, Tristan, for some of the moments he showed in the playoffs and certainly his leadership in the locker room, being able to connect guys in that locker room, especially have the longstanding relationship with LeBron James. And so, you know, basically, if they get Austin and they get D'Angelo, they're going to have two spots left. They're both going to be veteran minimums, and one of them is going to be a center. And based on what we've seen in the past, the other one they may keep open to give them optionality as the season goes on, potentially if a trade comes up and you have to do a two-for-one type of situation, you have an open roster spot to accommodate that. There he hey, is, Dave, Dave McMinniman. Uh, oh. Just real quick, Dave, um, did we decide where we're going to watch fireworks tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be uh, like, you know, chained to my home studio in case something happens. But uh, please send me some photos. I know fireworks never translate in a text, but I would still gladly look at the fireworks from the text that you send me. Oh, there you, you go. There, there you have it. So, all right, Dave McMiniman does a phenomenal job covering your Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA at large. Dave, thanks for the time, man. I know it's busy. Appreciate it. Yep, you got it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Dave. So there you go, Cappy. It's been I'm a good you, day Dave. for the Lakers so far. Actually, George, you know, the way free agency started today, 
I wasn't really sure if we were going to get any Laker fireworks. And I think the Rui signing counts as such. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think, I think they've done a really good job today. Yeah. Kudos to Rob Polinka and the crew today. It's about time you start giving my buddy Rob Polinka a little bit of credit. <laughs> Your buddy. It's my pal. <laughs> it's my man. No, not really. Yes, sir. <laughs> you tell him, coach. My guy. Good job, Rob. Hey, hey listen, we're going to go see Sean McVay soon. My guy. I know we are. I know. And we're on a Saturday of all times. You think McVay's going to be impressed? He's going to be like, you guys are here on Saturday? They got the A team to come out on a Saturday? Yeah. That's right. I'm going to tell him that, too. You know what it took for me to get out here on a Saturday? You have right. no idea. Right. You have no idea what it costs to bring out talent of this magnitude <laughs> on a Saturday. Uh, all right, Cappy. We got to go to break here in a second. But, Laura, can I just do the tequila mandala here, or do I do it in the next segment? Okay, in the next one? All right, cool. All right, so let's take a break. Let's recap and uh, chat about what McMiniman just said there. If you're just tuning in, I know there's people kind of coming in and out. We'll give you the update on what's going on with the Lakers. Stick around. We're back here on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks, Chris. So I want to play a little outcast, A, because I feel like it's going to be on the barbecues everywhere this weekend, Mm. but also because a billboard put out their top 50 rap groups, if I believe, Funchy, and Outkast was number one. And Funch and I didn't really agree with that. You know, I'm just saying. Wu-Tang was number two. I think NWA should have been two or one, but they were number three. Tribe Called Quest was number four. Rum DNC rounded up the top five. Rum DMC should be higher. I'd, I agree, too. I mean, they're the, they're the pioneers I as think far top as I'm three. concerned. Top three. Mm-hmm. I mean, Outkast. I mean, they really? could have been top ten, and I would have been okay with that. Do you guys know that Outcast is not one dude? <laughs> Sorry yes. about that. I'm back. Are you okay? I don't know if you guys. You knew didn't that know that. Did you know that? Well, I was Did just I know trying what? to educate that you, out- Funchy. No. So I I started with uh, Outcast. That was my rejoin because right. Billboard put out their top fifty groups, and Outcast was number one. And I thought NWA should have been number one. They're number three. Top Run DMC rounded up the top five, and then. Cappy said, "Is this hip hop groups? Yes. No oh, rap. Okay. I think it, it rap? was rap and hip hop. I uh, I sent the link earlier yep. this week. I read it. Yeah. Oh, you did. Girlfriend, if you send me a link, I read it. 
Oh, I appreciate that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But Cap was asking Fudge if he knew that Outcast is two people, not one. Because remember, he thought it was one person. <laughs> remember when everybody thought Outcast? Yeah, I do remember. No, no, that. no, no, no. Not everybody. No, was, you. It you was thought you. there was no. only it was Outcast was one person. Yeah, yeah. it was. A you, you didn't realize thing. it was Andre Three Thousand and Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that may or may not be true. No, that's true. Well, it's also like when we um, we spelled, we sent you uh, the name Dead Mouse, ah! and, you, and you thought it was Dead Meow Five, which ended up becoming a person on Twitter uh, the community in our uh, Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, which you can be a part of. By the way, we're two people short from fifteen hundred uh, really? in in our Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. We're at fourteen ninety eight. You can be part of it by going to Twitter, going to the community section, and typing in Sedano and Cap in the search bar. Yeah, or you guys can follow me. I have it pinned. Yeah, Laura has a U-N-W-E-E-Q underscore. Also, Sedano, I don't know if I could say what you said during the break about why you had to dip out a little bit. Oh, no, I could say it. I have, okay. uh, yeah, I, so my daughter did um, a, um, uh, a, play, a play today. Sponge, no, SpongeBob SquarePants play and all her Aww. friends were in the play. And they all are in my pool right now. So I have five children in the pool with my wife. I'm not like, oh, okay. she's watching the kids. I'm not watching the kids, clearly. Um, so they're all out there. My son just literally got out of the pool, stripped down naked, and then wanted to run back outside and yelled cannonball. Uh, and I was like, yo, bro, you got to go back inside. You're naked. No, but he's got the right idea. You got a yeah. bunch of you got a bunch of hot chicks in the pool. Just oh, God. run out right. naked he's looking, and cannonball. At four years old, he's looking at the older women and like, he wants hey, to cannonball naked. Yeah. What you, you realize that your son is destined to become Frank the Tank, right? I mean, you he do wants realize boys to be cappy, basically. Yeah, I mean that's right. Because because <laughs> yes. it was like the other day we were talking about our first kiss, and I heard the promo and I cringed like a mofo. <laughs> it was like, hey, you remember your first kiss? And I'm like, I don't remember her name, but I just remember being like in third grade because I wanted it back then. And and, and Laura's like, ugh. <laughs> You always take that one step. But the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I need a little bit of help. I'm taking five kiddos to Disneyland mañana. Oof. Yeah, I'm taking all... Because I don't get to spend enough time with my nieces and nephews, and my sister has way too many kids. She actually has six, but I'm not taking the baby. And I can't just take my goddaughter because she's like, well, that's messed up. You're only taking one. Come on, Auntie. I was like, all right, I got to take all of them. And it's also going to be the hottest day of the year, too, tomorrow, too, basically. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be really hot this weekend. You must know how to use those Disney discounts. I could never figure that out. Dude, will you take three? Well, they were gone. They were there was there wasn't a lot of uh, availability unless you booked it way in advance. No, yeah, I did because Mm -hmm. they have the what is it? They have the reservation system. No, and they there's a big event going on these next couple days that people were trying to get reservations for. Right, that was one of my what you need to know, but I bumped it for the fireworks. What is it called? It's a musical. The Captain Rogers. It's called the Rogers the Musical. It's basically Captain America the Musical. Yep. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. There's a when lot of people happen? trying to get to Today. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of the Marvel movies or Marvel series, they had Hawkeye, Hawkeye, yeah, and Disney Plus. They had that. a, um, they had a, the the musical, the mm-hmm. Captain America musical, and it was on Broadway basically, and then. They're bringing it to Disneyland. The Hyperion Theater has it, and it started today, and it actually goes. I mean, I, that was my way you need to know, so I have it right in front of me. And yep. it goes all the way through August 31st. So today was the first day, and that's why it's super busy. I booked this like two months in advance yeah, I bet. for these kiddos. So I'm like, oh, hell. I'm like, I didn't expect it to, A, be this hot, and for my sister to be like, all right, you could take your goddaughter. And all five. Else. I know. You got to take crazy. the extra four. So I'm like, Oy help us to out. By yourself? You're going by yourself? The Hell boo's no. not coming? Hell no. The boo's helping and my brother's helping. I ain't oh, doing that no. by myself. Well, You're crazy. say the boo. The boo better get off his tuchus and get to Disneyland and help you out. No, the kids love him. Oh, 
I got I got uh, news. Give okay. me the uh, more sounder. Now, former Laker Dennis Schroeder has oh. agreed to a two-year, twenty-six oh. million dollar deal with the Toronto Raptors. You know what? Good for him, man. Got his money. Good but for in him. Canada, okay. No, but listen. Here's the thing about I mean, he's Dennis German. Schroeder. Going right. to Canada is not a I big mean, deal. I know, but we want him here. He yeah. performed though. I know, but you know what? Seriously? But the Lakers couldn't give him thirteen a year, right? And and the thing is, is that he he we all know the story. That when Dennis Schroeder turned down the $84 million contract offer that the Lakers had given him, and he then got shipped out, and he couldn't even find a place to go. In fact, George, when he went to Boston, is I think his first stop yeah. after the Lakers, I want to say that it was a $5 million deal, and last year with the Lakers, a $1 million deal. So just think about that. In the last two years, he may have made less than $10 million when he was projected to make $85 million. So for, for him to go get $26 million... As much as I would love to keep Dennis Schroeder with the Lakers, I can't fault that young man for going and getting that money because he's still trying to make up for that that money that he lost. He'll never make up for it, ever. Yeah, 100%. I would agree with that. Um, That's too bad, though. That's too bad because I like Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, of course. So let's kind of recap quickly before we go uh, on to big deal or no deal. Um, Here's what's happened with the Lakers. We just had McMiniman on. Uh, Lakers signed Torian Prince, four and a half million dollars. You know, I mean, lower level player. You know what I mean? Like if he does anything, that's a bonus. Um, they sign uh, Gabe Vincent at three years, 33 million. Good signing there. Sign, re-sign Rui for 17 a year, three years, 51. That's a really good signing, obviously. And then added Cam Reddish at a minimum uh, for two years. So that is a good signing for upside, similar like Troy Brown or Alani last year or whatever. And um, Troy Brown so left I, today. He took off today, and now Schroeder took off today. Right. So there you have it. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. So we'll do one more segment after Big Deal or No Deal. We've got Dealer's Choice, and we'll do one more recap, and maybe there'll be more news. Uh, so you just heard Dennis Schroeder's going to Toronto, so we'll, we'll keep you posted. Keep it locked right here on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Funchy, you take it away. All right, guys. Uh, Sean's reported earlier before all the action began that referees could start penalizing players who flop with a technical foul to the nice. other team if the if the NBA Board of Governors votes yes on it later this summer. Now, is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um... I mean, I feel like they've already kind of started to institute this anyway, so I don't think it's that big a deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with George on this one. Like, it's not really a big deal, but it's a deal because I would love to see this, man. Referees calling a flop. I mean, who determines what is and what isn't a flop? Can you imagine every time LeBron flops and they call him for it? how freaked out he's going to go on the refs. I mean, LeBron complains after every play anyway, right? I mean, he's never not been fouled. And also, guys, like, you got to think about, like, the replay system too, man. Like, how long it's going to take for them to determine if it's a flop or not. It could take, like, up to 10 or 20 minutes. Come on, for real? 
You, get, you got to stop around. of action for like tw- 10 to 20 minutes. You know, the momentum of the game is going to go away. Yeah, that seems silly to me. George, you better entertain us on the sidelines of a game because if I'm waiting for 20 minutes to determine whether we're it's not a flop waiting or not, that long. That, that's, you better entertain me, pal. By the way, we're at 15, uh, 1,504 people. We just had six people join the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust that were approved uh, moments ago. Did you just approve them because they're just bots? Well, there were six there. No, but I, I go I go through them. I make okay. sure that they're real people and not All bots. Right. Yeah, Right, because I just wanted to make sure. Because hey, there are other communities that have bots, and uh-huh. we don't allow bots. Mm-hmm. We had bots for a few minutes, and that's why I closed it up, and you have to be approved. Well, that's what I was getting at. When you said we were only a couple away from 1,500, and then all of a sudden we went over 1,500, I was just wondering if you just accepted people for the numbers or if you actually vetted these people. No, I, I always vet people. I just look to see if they're real mm-hmm. by seeing if they tweet, if they like stuff, if they like ESPN LA stuff, right? Like all that stuff. I just, I, I vet them. Yes, of course. Okay. Good to see vetting. if they're real. Good job. So there you go. All right, go ahead, Funchy. All right, guys. Uh, so a, rook, a bunch of rookies were asked last week who got drafted in the NBA draft. Who would they really want to dunk on in the NBA the most? And most of them oh, said I saw this. this right here. Man, I want to dunk on LeBron, man. Probably LeBron. I'll say LeBron. I'm going to say AD. Number one, LeBron. Oh, LeBron. It's definitely LeBron. You know, why not? <laughs> Ain't nothing like it. I'm going to say AD. Now I want to dunk on the king, of course. LeBron. Everyone, but it's going to feel special to dunk someday, hopefully, on LeBron. Because he's been like the icon of the league for so long. Everybody, I'm serious. And our last guy that said he wanted to dunk on LeBron was Wimmy. So, um, big deal or no deal that these guys are already calling out a living legend like LeBron already, Cap. So, you said Wendy wants to uh, dunk on Wimby, LeBron. Wimby, huh? yeah. Like Brian Windhorst? No, Wimby. Wimbanyama. Uh, Wimbanyama. Oh, That's Wimby. the new one, yes. Wimby. Oh, I thought you said Wimby. Wimby. You said Wendy. Okay. Uh, so, Brian Windhorst doesn't want to dunk on LeBron. I'm sure he does sometimes, but yeah. not, not today. Um, and Wemby wants to dunk on LeBron? Yeah. That's like no major accomplishment, buddy. You're like eight feet tall. You know, you can dunk without jumping. It's not any great accomplishment. But I understand. I mean, he is the king. I would like to posterize him. You know, I mean, that's, that's, how, you get, that's how you get posters. You know, is, is, is you take down somebody big. So, yeah, I understand that. Go flying right over him. George, you got what it takes? I don't, but I would say that that's part of the deal, right? When you are at the top of the mountain, people want to take you on. That's the whole point, right? You want that. You want competition. You want guys that want to go at you. That's, that's the whole point of all of this. George, you and I should once and for all, for all the marbles, pal, we should have an athletic competition that is completely even for both of us. You ready for this? I'm going to challenge that? you. To a slam dunk competition on eight foot rims. No, dude, I don't want to do that. I'm not getting myself hurt for no reason. Like, that's ridiculous. First I mean, of all, I don't think we could do that many cool dunks on even on eight foot rims. I mean, George, you got. You, like, you, what are you going to do? You're going to try to throw it, do, go between your legs and then try to dunk it? You don't have the vert for that, neither do I. I just can do like a typical reverse dunk or something. Well, I was thinking more like a, you know, like right, but a. But that's not that fun. Like, that's not interesting for anyone. Like, how is that would interesting? Work for me? 360? You know, 360 gonna, dunk? You're not going to be able to 360 dunk even on an eight foot rim, bro. Um, I'm going to go to work dunking. Okay. On an eight-foot rim. How about you just worry about the softball game, okay? Well, I'm, I'm going to start training for that tomorrow. Literally tomorrow I start my training for okay. the softball game. You're going yeah, to batting worry about the softball game. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go to a field, Fungie. I'm going to have somebody pitch me BP. Okay, cool. I'm going to work on it. What's next, Funch? 
All right, guys. Mookie Betts uh, said today he will enter the home run derby. Uh, big deal, no deal, Sedano. That uh, Mookie Betts, I don't think he's ever been in home run derby. No, nope, he has not. That's why it is a big deal, because he's never done it. And I think it's cool. I know Dodger fans may hate it, because generally, guys, swings can get out of whack after the home run derby. But uh, I feel that Mookie is so technically sound that he'll be just fine. So I'm not worried about it at all. I don't. Um, I feel like guys do get screwed up after a home run derby. But that being said, I'm all for Mookie being in it. Because you know how we talk about like a slam dunk competition and how back in the day, a, a little guy like a Spud Webb, we all love that because he's a little guy playing amongst the big guys. Um, Mookie Betts hits home runs and is a league leader in home runs, but he's not a big home run guy. When I say big home run guy, I mean he's not 6'5", 230. I mean, he's like a normal, regular-sized guy. So for a what I'll call a smaller guy to hit as many home runs as he does and to have that kind of power and be willing to go into the home run derby, that's the little guy playing with the big guys. I, yeah. I think that's kind of cool. You know, sometimes in a first round at a home run derby, they, would, they have to get like 20 home runs or something just to advance. Like, well, right. It's head-to-head, right, but then you advance after that. So it just depends on who he's playing against in that scenario. So, I mean, could you imagine Mookie Betts against Aaron Judge? I mean, one guy Ooh, yeah, that, is 6'7", that hopefully wouldn't, that wouldn't go so well. Man. You know, yeah. one guy is like 5'8", like 180 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's not the matchup. Be cool though if Mookie Betts goes up against Aaron Judge and beats him. That would be pretty pretty wild. I don't think uh, Aaron Judge will be involved because he's not even playing at the moment. So no, but that. it's a it's a dream. Little guy versus no, the big you. guy. Yeah, I got you. Is that it? Are we done? Are we I got one. more. I got one more. One more. Okay. One more. Uh, former Charger Melvin Gordon uh, oh. blames. Sean McVay for the decay of running backs in the league. He says basically after the Rams won a Super Bowl in 2018 with Todd Gurley and didn't pay him, it made the running back position sort of obsolete. Uh, do you big deal or no deal? And I comment, uh, but cap. Um, yeah, it's not really a big deal because nobody takes Melvin Gordon seriously because you know he's got that terrible disease I've talked about in the past. It's called fumbleitis. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks that like he's supposed to be something that he's not. Um, he was a first-round draft choice. He was a Heisman Trophy finalist. He was an All-American. I got it. I had him on my fantasy team, so I know what you're talking about, brother. Yeah, dude can't hang on to the ball, and he can't find a job. But, hey, man, be, be excited. You got cut last year. You got picked up by the Chiefs. You won a Super Bowl, and you didn't even have to play for it. So stop complaining about how nobody wants running backs. No, it's not, nobody wants you as a running back because you can't hold on to the ball. Anyway. But, I mean, you have to agree, like, we're not paying running backs like we used to. Right. Obviously. Right. Because the NFL has decided that offensive linemen and quarterbacks are way more important. You can run the ball well if you can protect your quarterback and pass the ball. You think he's just mad because he ain't got no job? That's right. Yeah, that's part of it, too. You said that's on your boy Jim Rome show, too. Rack him! <laughs> Uh, all right, we're done. Big deal or no deal. Each and every day at 630. There you go. George, uh, I'm a little distracted because I'm watching the Bill Walton 30 for 30 because it came it, on I after see all it's the free on, agency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can't even begin to tell you that I wanted to produce this 30 for 30. Why did you want to produce it? Because I love Bill. Yeah, I love he's Bill. great. 
You, we should have Bill on so that way we don't have to talk for like 30 minutes. You know what we should do? The, yeah. You know how I've been talking about new summer hours? <laughs> what yeah. we should do is bring Bill on on Fridays at 6 p.m. and then you and I just bounce. Yeah, we just oh like, God. all right, peace out. Right. Final hour is Bill. Bill, how are you? Have a good weekend, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then Laura, like 6.57.50, you can just cut him off. He'll still be going. <laughs> like you guys sometimes when you have to break? That's right. Mm. Just saying. I love Bill Walton. You guys are, I'm like, it is so Friday. It is so Friday. It's so Friday. It is so Friday. So and it's 642. It. It's so Friday, 642 right now. It's what it is. Yeah, I had we're a done here. funny tweet, but I'll save it because I know we got to go to break. You have a funny tweet? Well, yeah. Somebody tweeted in the Sedano and Cap community, I believe, and they were talking about in reference to what Francis was saying, how he hides things from his wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying guys to live find- in a lie. I don't know if it's a full-blown lie, but it's a, a double little life. Bit. But Joe, is it Joey Jojo Jr.? Mm-hmm. He said, learned a valuable lesson today and thought I might share it. If your girlfriend forgives you, but then an hour later comes back mad again, she told her friends in a group chat and the board of directors did not agree with her decision. Mm. Okay. I well, we can funny. do that and uh, dealer's choice on the other side. And maybe one last quick recap of what the Lakers have done today. We'll do that next. Love David Allen Greer. 67, dude. Yeah. Surprised. What was his character's name in Boomerang? Steve. Ooh. No. Michael? God. Jackson? Um, hold on. See what I did what there? First name? I said Michael, then Jackson. It's neither. And his parents were the ones that showed up, and his dad was yeah, the one. You got pop some Friday. Pop, pop, pop some Friday. Yeah. Gerard. Gerard, that's right. Yes. Gerard. Pops from 40, you mean like uh, Pops from Friday, like you gots to coordinate? Pops? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, you yeah, coordinate. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, gots to coordinate. Like, you got to coordinate. Right. Man, boy, get you get, get in here. You know, I don't want to go in yeah, there. He had the mushroom belt, the mushroom right. uh, jacket, and everything, right. the mushroom shirt. You, you gots to coordinate. That's right. It's him. <sighs> All right, George, why don't you give us a, a, a recap, if you will, before we rock out of here today and get ready for this holiday weekend, even though we'll all be back here on Monday. Yeah. So, so listen, I'm just telling everybody, everybody reconvene on Monday. Don't yeah. think we're taking We'll be back off. on Monday. Yeah. We're off Tuesday, but we're here Monday. No That's one right. else is but us, I think. Come on. You, what do you well, mean I think Ireland's else? working Monday, too. Ireland's working with Andy Kimonetsky. Uh, yeah, Kimin- but I think it's just yeah. us in Ireland of the regulars. Mm-hmm. Travis and Slee isn't working? Slee was definitely not working. Okay, Slee, I'll see you. Host of yeah, the year. host of the year. He don't work on the 3rd of July. <laughs> he deserves it all. Mm-hmm. So do we. Yeah, I'm gonna be gone a ton in in August. So Lee was okay. gone. Travis is in. Ireland's oh, Travis in. is in. Okay, yeah. Ireland's in. A- Andy's in, and then you guys are in. All right. So of the right, re- yeah. So there you go. There you have it. So uh, Travis, Ireland, and us. We're the we're the warriors here. Ooh, mm-hmm. dream team too. Okay, we all in. You know what they should have done? They should have had Travis do it with Ireland. I'd love to hear that show one day. That oh, would be good. That is true. Yeah, and then just have a fill in for Travis and Sleep. Although maybe Travis probably wanted to get done with his day earlier, to be probably honest. So. Probably yeah. so. Probably so. Got to get back to grilling and drinking beer. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, Cappy, did you have something here? Or did do you have a dealer's choice? or do you... I, do, I do have a dealer's choice. Because we can just do a quick recap of the Lakers and then do a dealer's choice? I do. I, I have a couple of things for dealer's choice. But go ahead. Let's recap okay. this thing. So for everybody that's just joining, they know what's going on today. Yeah. Quick recap of the Lakers today. So they signed Torian Prince today with a $4.5 million deal. Uh, that was their first signing. Uh, then they added Gabe Vincent of the Heat, three years, $33 million, 11 a year. 
Uh, then they brought in, brought back rather, Rui Hachimura for three years, fifty-one million, seventeen a year. Then they added Cam Reddish uh, on a minimum deal. Yes, all right. So minimum deal, two-year deal, minimum deal for Cam Reddish. A lot of upside there, you know, in the sense of like former lottery pick, kind of like uh, Lonnie and and Troy Brown Jr. last year. So you have kind of some upside there. Dennis Schroeder gone. He is headed to Toronto. Two years, $26 million. We're still waiting on Austin Reeves and still waiting on D'Angelo Russell. That's where we're at. Nicely done. It's a nice recap by you, pal. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice recap. Um, all right, can I get a little dealer's choice action in? Yeah, let's go. I'm about to talk about something, everybody, that is about to make George, I believe, super uncomfortable. Oh, before we do that, can we just give an update? Because Crypto Ray wanted to know if we, uh, if our reality show was already canceled. No, we just shot the pilot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we we needed the producers to make a sh- make yeah, sure it was saying. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we're gonna we're gonna do some more stuff next week, right, Cappy? That's right. In fact, on Wednesday, we're gonna be shooting a new episode of the radio show. There you go. Ooh. And yeah. so uh, it's gonna be very exciting. Yeah. All right. Go ahead now. Go ahead. I'm, I'm about to make George really uncomfortable. So, George, when you get super uncomfortable, mm-hmm. let me know how, how far you know, I can go with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to give me a buzzer. All right, so here's the thing. Um, people who love sports radio, and I say listeners, um, generally also have an interest, I find, um, in the industry itself. And today... Um, Oh, no, I'm not talking news. about this if you're going to do this. this you thing. don't have to. Give me 30 seconds. Okay, then, then I, you do what you want to do. I'm going to go walk up. I'm going to go start getting my tequila mandala ready. Okay, do go this. Ahead, go. Go, get your, go get your mandala, and I'm going to say a few things. I have to send out a salute to a lot of ESPN colleagues, many of whom I don't know, okay, um, but I like very much and respect as broadcasters because a lot of things went down today. This is all over the news, and you've seen it. Um uh, somebody like a uh, Susie Colbert, who's been with ESPN 27 years, what a phenomenal, amazing, brilliant career that a person like Susie Colbert's had. And it's not over. It's just that her time at ESPN is over, unfortunately, because of corporate you know, things. This is what happens when you work for big companies. Keyshawn. If I'm Keyshawn, I mean, this is just my own opinion. I'm not friends with Keyshawn. I just, you know, am, am acquaintances. But man, if, so- if somebody's going to pay me, to go away, I've had a brilliant NFL career, an amazing broadcast career, and if somebody's going to pay me, hey, listen, pay me. But I bet you Keyshawn is well in demand. I think there's going to be tremendous demand for Keyshawn's talent. Max Kellerman, been there forever. Known Max and worked with Max forever. Tremendous respect. Jeff Van Gundy, I mean, these are names that you know. Todd McShay, Matt Hasselbeck. I mean, it's, it's sad to see people go, and I just wanted to send out on the airwaves of ESPN 710 just a salute to ESPN colleagues that unfortunately were let go today, and you, it's all over the news, and you guys are seeing it, and there's a local connection, but man, oh man, um, I just have to salute all these, these amazing people for incredible careers. I really do. And so I just wanted to say that because you know it's, it's terribly sad to see people go. But it's big business, and um, that's the way things work. So I'm telling you, man, to the names I just mentioned, just tremendous careers, amazing broadcasters, uh, television personalities that we all know, m- many of us like. And it's just uh, it's, it's an unfortunate day in our industry and within our company. And I say ours, I mean, you know. But um, 
salute to all those people. Now, is George back? Is he okay? Is he all right? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Is that okay? I, mean, I just I w- didn't want you to get us fired, so no, I walked I wasn't, away. I was, listen, I just want to... George, I'm telling but you... But my man, tequila mandala blanco with, uh, you know, is prepared. So. Yeah, nice, man. Well, and we I, um, what did you say? Did you say anything we should I should worry about? Laura, did I say anything that's going to get George fired? No, 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 no. I think you were good. You okay. handled it. And, the, you know, then I'll just say this. Yeah, today's never fun. Uh, it, it's obviously, you know, you work with people for a long time. And in a lot of these cases, I've worked with a ton of these people that are no longer here today. And, you know, it's never fun. It's not a good day in that sense. Uh, no one is thrilled about it. And it's an unfortunate situation. And, you know, you just have to kind of keep moving on. And all those people, I don't know what you said, but uh, all those people, I would imagine, are so incredibly talented that uh, new doors will be open for them. And I wish them nothing but the best. That's it. And that's all I was saying is like, you know, I look at somebody like a Susie Colbert, who I really have always appreciated as a fan. I don't know Susie. I've never met her. Um, and I just look at her 27 years. I mean, George, what a career. And I'm not saying her career is over. I'm just saying her time at ESPN, unfortunately, has come to an end. What a career. 27 years, dude. 27 years to work for one company for 27 years. That's an amazing accomplishment to me, you know? So just salute to all those people. That's all I was saying, George. Did that make you uncomfortable? Um, a little bit because I never know what you're really going to say. So that's right. why. Right. But, I know. That's uh, why that's it was good. Fine. It was yeah, good that I you got up for a few minutes. Yep. You might have to um, go back and listen on the podcast because I may have said a couple of things that you're going to hear about. Uh, it's okay because you said them. I didn't. So I know. But you know how it's usually a reflection on you, too? Oh, well, I will distance myself quick on that. Well, just be just tell everybody that you got up to go get some tequila mandala. He really yeah. did. Yeah. And everybody will everybody will be cool with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't drank it yet. No, but everybody will understand. Scott's about to say something that's going to get George super uncomfortable. And George is like going to go get some mandala right now. Yeah. I may need it based on depending on what you would have said. So. Dude, go back and listen to the podcast because it's bad. <laughs> do you have anything else to add in the next two minutes and 20 seconds? Uh, I do. I do. Um, I want to say something. I need to figure out something in my life and maybe somebody could give me a hand. Why do I keep losing my AirPods? <laughs> Are you serious? I can't hold on to these freaking things, man. And George, when we left the studio on Wednesday, on Thursday, I'm looking all over for these AirPods. And all I can think of is, damn it, I lost them. And it's going to cost me $200 to replace them. And I, this bothers me. And I, I'm using Find My on my iPhone. And I'm playing the little number. It, like, it makes noise. Bing, 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 bing. And I'm calling everybody. I'm calling Tommy at the radio station. I'm calling Bergman. I'm calling the general manager at Solagave. I got everybody in the world looking for my AirPods. And then when Lindsay Baseball got into the office, they were making noise because I left them in her office. There's got to be something we can do for those of us that are constantly losing our AirPods. How about you just don't lose them? I, I just seem to put them down and then I forget. I how about you just put them in your pocket or in your bag? I normally do that, but this is like the second or third time I've lost these things. Okay, so clearly you don't always do it. No, not always. Is there is there a device? Is there a a, a keychain? Is there something I could could get that 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 makes my AirPods not leave me? I don't know, Kevin. This is a big problem, George. This is a national epidemic. Make no yeah. mistake. You should figure that out. Maybe over the weekend. Great oh, job, somebody, Cappy. Somebody hit me up. Yeah. Great job, Cappy. Great job, uh, Laura. Funchy, excellent work as well. Thank you for filling in today. We will talk to you on Monday. See ya.